0: That there is no demon lord. There is no heroes. So he says, oh, I get it. I just need to use my knowledge of the real world to get me through this right eh, wrong again. F***ing idiot. Do you guys like mayonnaise?
1: Nope. <laughs> uh, light, light mayonnaise. Like, a little bit on a sandwich is nice.
0: That's acceptable.
1: Chipotle or sriracha mayo? But not Ooh, regular. Yeah,
0: I'll accept that. I have some messed up cousins that do weird shit with mayonnaise. That's for another time.
1: Oh, my God. Do they just, like, take scoops out of the jar? Yeah. Say they do. Where are they at? I want (laughs) to see this. I want to see this so I can actually, like, have legitimate hate in my heart.
0: Italians, man. She's too good at her job, man. I I would love to get killed by her if she's going to, like... I don't think I ever got boob pressed from the back.
2: I, I have, and they're fond memories... But you know it's few and far between. It's, I I think that
1: women haven't realized the power that it holds. Wait, so you have a harem, and you haven't gotten a boot press from the back? Yeah. All right, fifty bucks each. I'll train each of them. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'll train all
0: of your girls. But then you'll get boot press before me. No, no. They no, practice no. on each other. I'm going
1: to teach them how to do it. See, I'm gonna get like one of them punching bags and I'm going to be like, ladies, look. I'm going to take my own shirt off, hug the punching bag, like, see?
0: If we go I'm Johnson to Johnson and hug each other, we'll, we can both be a boob press sandwich.
1: <laughs> Only if our square nuts don't clack.
0: Yeah, you don't get them tangled up. Like Clickety clack. Some collaboration. I
3: was going to say, just giving a piggyback ride count, but this got weird. It's It's a little bit of like a triangle that's going one way. Whoa! This is why spades and shapes
2: don't work. How does a triangle all go in no, one like,
3: way? Uh, like like a love triangle where? A, listen. Explain
2: listen. the triangle.
3: I, eventually, I will.
1: Oh.
3: My boy said
2: stuff. I can't, so I will defer.
0: <laughs> I play this card face
1: down and end my turn. I plead the fifth.
0: He <laughs> says a word. Like explain the triangle. Penguin. <laughs> he just chose least, eventually. I plead the fifth and the second. But she, to me, she came out. I thought she was like kind of like a yandere light. For? And
2: I'm sorry for. He said he pleads the fifth and the second. What does he need a gun for? <laughs> Anyone
3: who
1: disagrees. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I see. I understood that.
0: He needs it for the fucking shape wielders.
3: <laughs> anyway, I just started blasting. It. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I guess we'll... um smack into the executioner and her way of life, Virgin Road.
2: Give me the deets, baby. I want to get sold on this show.
0: Man, it's, it's .1 off of being a perfect 6.9 on my anime list. Nice. Almost. Out of J C staff, and knowing that this is a mature shounen esque because a lot of battle, a lot of hype, a lot of honey, but it's got that Yuri girl love. Theme going to a relationship? There's no dude love interest. Forget about it. Oh, there's no sabakui no Bisco. No, none of that. Opposito. Source is a light novel. And hot diggity dog. I know uh, we were very hyped for this. I've been hyping it up, and I've been going down your guys' throats like some lozenges about watching this. <laughs> you have
1: been sending me a lot of snaps on this, like more than I expected. And they're all good, too. I feel like I watched a whole episode through your snaps.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a wise tactic going into this. Now, when I mention things, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about. We are fools, Lego. But Spades, I remember Spades checked this out before me, and he called me. He's like, dude. Yeah, first episode had like, had me hooked. I said it in part one, It's, and I still think it's true now that I think, think about it. But if I think about it more, who knows? But it's one of the most impressive first episodes of an anime I've ever seen.
3: Wow. That's Honestly, it, kind of a big one. It should be higher in rating. Like, <laughs> that's that's my opinion. It shouldn't be sitting at a 6.9. It should be up there like Kung Ming and like all the other animes that we that you've guys covered. But like this, I I wouldn't even consider it a sleeper pick, but like it has the aspects of a sleeper pick.
0: Yeah, I'm just waiting for it to get its proper
1: spotlight blow up.
0: Yeah. Dude, it's the Yo. high dive jail. It is. Yo, perhaps so. Oh. But I'll read a synopsis. You guys did a splendid job on yours. I was about to read it, and you guys, Aww. like, said it, so I didn't. But an average student, Muto Mitsuki, suddenly finds himself transported to another realm, summoned by the king of this world for the remarkable power he supposed to. he is supposed to possess. Muto is thrown out when it appears he has a lack of special concept in the... I think they call it pure concept in the anime, right, Spado?
3: I believe so, yeah.
0: Moping about, he encounters a priestess named Menu, who explains that Japanese people like him are known as lost ones, and such individuals never fail to have special concepts, which is their abilities, their powers, their isekai protagonist super OP power. Uh, Menu elaborates that she is part of a church that helps abandoned lost ones integrate into society. Lost ones are isekai protagonists. She invites him to spend the night at her church, ooh, uh, where the two can probe the nature of his ability. Eventually, they discover that Muto's special concept is actually incredibly powerful and dangerous. While Muto celebrates, Menu shows her true colors. That's all I'll say. Menu's goal is. Not to assist lost ones, rather, it's the opposite. Due to four infamous incidents where lost ones caused monumental damage, the church has ordered that the foreigners all be assassinated as soon as they are found. With Muto getting Mutoed, Menu must next dispatch the other lost one summoned by the king, Akari. And this is the love interest. And She's like the bubbly positive one in the relationship, the silly one, the one that likes the to live in the head. moment, yeah. yeah, and menu is the serious professional one so it's a good it's a good balance, it's a nice relationship mm-hmm. and wow, that synopsis, like I was gonna say something like if you can go into this anime absolutely blind like incredible uh buff experience to your experience, like phenomenal. But it, it, it drops
3: the shit in the synopsis that I skipped over. I did too. I'm going to be completely honest. They, they just straight ripped the first episode. You Because, I mean,
0: just looking at the cover art, reading the synopsis, obviously that's a dead giveaway. Or watching a PV or a trailer, which we all did that, you would obviously yeah. know it's about two girls that fall in love. They go on an adventure or whatever, and like there's like some assassination stuff going on, and she's supposed to kill the one, but then they fall in love. Like That's what we knew going into this. If you go in blind, and you're like, "Huh, what's this?" This main character boy gets Isekai, looks very average,
3: and then something happens to him. You're like, "Whoa,
0: what the fuck?" So that literally Vergiones. That happened to you, Spades?
3: I completely blind. I didn't watch the 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 video. I didn't read the synopsis. What a
0: miracle! Yeah, because he wasn't with us on previous. He joined the frontier right off the jump. Right. Yeah. So I
3: I literally went into this, and as soon as that first scene came on, I was like franny this is a fucking banger
0: wait so he dies it's my fantasy that that shit happens in anime and i get cut off dart in any show like not not like a fantasy seeing people die but just that expectation being super super averted overted. that's kind of cool
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: i like that as a concept just
2: like here's this thing that we're gonna present to you as the main character and then he just gets killed off rip and he's not actually the main character it's mm-hmm. like what they should have done in attack on titan and just killed Eren from the start
0: yeah he de- I don't know, man. Once he puts on the Supreme jacket, though.
1: Yo. He do be dripping. That's a whole melting
0: ice cube of a man. Mmm. Okay. Well, I want to talk about the OP for a little bit. Because that's why I like you the tell. store. The executioner under her way of life. Holy smokes, dude. Check it out on High Dive. Or, you know, go mid-ocean on it. Just do stuff in the ocean. Yar. Uh op sounded weird to me i don't know if you remember spades i know you're like you got i, I, I everybody except for me likes to like skip the op's i know lego is an op appreciator and you are too pink but you, you don't like the spoilers I tr-
1: yeah like i i'll listen to the op but i try not to watch it because they always give away stuff
2: well there's two types right there's the ones that just do like funny like ha ha stuff where it's like doesn't actually give you plot points and it's just like characters doing goofy stuff yeah. like in your boy Kung ming that's kind of what that one was but then there's the other ones where it's just like here's what happens in the next 10 episodes
3: well yeah that that like the that time i got reincarnated as a slime uh the whole op is stuff that never happened in the show
2: I way prefer it when they do that, because I also agree, like, getting spoiled from the OP is kind of annoying, but it's also, like, something to look forward to when you see a character you haven't seen yet, and you're like, oh, I wonder what that person's
1: gonna be like, so there's, like, give and takes. Or, like, if you... Another reason I like to skip OPs is, like, I bring this up a lot, but Hunter x Hunter is the biggest contributor to that. Like, if you could go the whole season, and then afterwards go back and watch the OP... You go, holy shit! The it, the whole season was right there. But was it symbolism that you know in hindsight now? Yes, very much so. Especially with the uh, Chimera Ant arc, it's so, like all right in your face, but you didn't understand it until I, like and you you're just blindsided
2: it. by the. Yeah, it's the same song every time in Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can cut that. That was a very bad rendition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: That's so way better. As, as far as as far as this OP goes, I don't really remember it because I watched it the one time and then I skipped over it every t- every other time.
0: Well, like what you guys were saying before, I think um uh, Pinkley like Hunter, Hunter like they it, it's just a matter of if they nail how if they're clever with their symbolism or if it's too obvious and blatant. And I'd just like to point out some symbolism in this one, but it just sounded weird to me. Like, I don't know if the volume wasn't mastered or, like, it wasn't normalized for this OP, or maybe it was because I was mid-ocean when I was watching this. Maybe it was, like, the streaming platform I was watching it on. But the singer voices and the instruments, they just didn't seem to match up. Like, like it almost sounded like it was recorded live. But I could tell. Maybe it was the pacing. I could just be completely wrong, but... I could, the song, I can tell right off the bat. It grips Johnson. Like, vi- violins and pianos, enough said. Oh, yeah. Like, we love that. But I really don't know. I guess I'll see soon. But if it was a live performance, that would be respectable. But the song is cool. I just wish I could, because I YouTube it and I get it good quality and it sounds great. Uh, the symbolism is dope. Here, let's hear this. But that opening animation with that piano motif that I learned from Tacked Up Destiny Research. Uh, Then the violin enters, which is more of like a somber, dramatic instrument, when her sleeping body, in this nice, graceful, like, still, flowers, light, fades into a lifeless, decrepit corpse. And it it just tells me right off the bat, like, love, tragedy, reflection, you know, self-reflection, stuff like that. What are you saying? No, no, nothing. Oh, okay, I thought it was a joke. And the outro sequence to the OP was just as impactful, bringing that shounen, that strong, badass, like, all those type of vibrations to it, which is totally different than what that opening scene did, yet also, like, sharp, methodical, and, like, sure of itself, like, a shounen would be. And she faces off with this, like, mystery motherfucker, which we don't know who it is. That's another thing about the OP, but I really don't know who they are, just even by their clothes. And she's brandishing her weapon and charging, then boom, there's a still frame mid-rush, and it turns to all black and red. Like, red background, black outline of her. And I was like, wow, dude, this is, like, really boyish comic looking. Totally different than what the opening scene of the OP did. It was, And I was like, it's a nice balance of symbolism, like, almost black and white. Like, you're gonna get this serious, tragic romance self-reflection, but you're also gonna get high-octane fights. And I was like, dude, that's... I liked it. Respect it. The symbolism was subtle and not too giving away of anything. And that ending song, the ED, strong start. Really liked it, but then it got valiant and like upbeat, and I'm like, that's where it kind of lost me. Uh, but that's just me. Like I, maybe you guys too. I'm like, you know, I, I no, I like it sad. I like it here. Close the door. So, you know, shut the blinds, it burns. Were there trumpets? No, no. No, I don't know if I'd like this value. Yeah, yeah music. you're a trumpet. If it, if it whore. doesn't
1: sound like Gen 3 Pokemon music, I don't want it.
0: And the art and the ED uplifting vibes with some like watercolor animation depicting like very broad symbolism I can only imagine. I couldn't even tell. So that's cool too. Keeping it crab Dick. For the nice. boys. For the you know, five heads like us.
2: Gimme what we want.
0: My hairline's right above my eyebrows. I don't have a five head. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, dude, it makes for sick art. But the the soundtrack. Do you remember anything about that, Spades?
3: Honestly, I didn't pick up any like soundtrack s things. I was more tied into like the animation itself.
0: Yeah, like, which is very similar to something else I'll mention next. But, dude, those melodies and scores, they weren't bad. And there is a Spanish guitar theme when things get epic. Oh, like, like Ahsoka's? I was thinking more like the legendary Guts versus 100 Men moment.
2: That's pretty
1: epic.
0: I don't know if that was in all of the Guts adaptations, but it was in the movies on Netflix. That might be why I'm not, like, remembering it so well. Okay, but that works. And, I don't know, it works. It doesn't feel like a duplicate. Duplicate. Is what we like to say here. We don't, but now we're going. to. I was gonna say we do now. Yeah. Puplicate, puplicate. You tried to copy you... me, but it's poop. It's with
1: two p's and two o's. Puplicate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll talk about the traje- the trajectory of the anime, kind of like what we were saying, Spades. How we don't know why it's more not more popular. Maybe because it's very
3: more mature. Yeah, I can I can definitely see it being more mature, because like, we'll we'll get into episode one. People
0: get stabbed in the
3: head. Girls yeah, love each I, other. I kind of I kind of wanted to hold off on that a little bit, but right off the rip, this dude straight well, up. I didn't say anything, but yeah, you're like I don't. I'm gonna spoil it. I'm gonna well, spoil you it. Said someone gets stabbed. i mean I, I got a spoiler, but a spoil someone, it. I'm gonna spoil it.
2: Someone. Yo, who knows? People get stabbed, dude. See, Spade is having the same yeah. problem I did when I talked about Gurren Lagann, where I started off yes! without a spoiler and then I immediately said who died, and we had <laughs> yes. to that cut was it. so
1: funny listening back today. I'm like, wait, what did we have to edit out? Because I forget everything two days after we record it, maximum. So I'm like, well, what did we have to? And then we're talking about it on the podcast. So I'm like, oh yeah, fucking idiot.
2: <laughs> I well, deserve that one.
0: I'll just carry Love carry you. along swimmingly like nothing happened, and. I think I mentioned this before, and I'm going to walk through this for all these three episodes pretty thoroughly. I'm going to have a lot of dialogue, but I feel like it's all worth it. I'm going to sell it to you. Get your money out. But I can tell right away, it's going to hit those Mushoko Tensei vibe, like, levels. It's going to hit that jobless reincarnation popularity, and if it doesn't, there's an injustice. I'm going to have to like leave the Batcave. See, this is now the second time <laughs> okay. you've said that little theory
1: of yours to me. That is a huge promise you're going to try to uphold here. You do know that, right? Yeah. That I, like, I carries faith. weight within itself to say something like that.
0: I got faith, man. Once you check this out, you'll be able to like discern this with me. Maybe we can have a debato.
2: You know I love me some debates. Yeah, I know,
0: man. I love potatoes.
2: Oh, potato. Yeah, I'm a master debater. Boil them. And you're also a potato. Stick them in a
0: stew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was mean, dude. You're a tomato. Don't worry.
1: Is that a VeggieTales joke? Have an, we have an Irish person here, so we're allowed to talk about potatoes. I'm Irish. My ancestors got around, but yet I don't even leave my house, so somewhere they went wrong. Goddamn neat.
0: When I say that, I'm just meaning like, you're pretty neat too. It's going into the top tier of Isekai. It definitely should. Maybe I really like it because it's finally like mature. Like We really like Shield Hero because it explores taboo, mature topics a little bit, but it's still... S- rides that in railway pretty hard this is just totally carving its own path man in the world building i don't even know if it's like has potholes or anything but it's fucking entertaining as hell
2: wait so i have a question because from the synopsis what it sounds like is the main character gets isekai and then immediately murdered so is it really not an isekai
0: Oh, it totes is. Are there other it people is, it's, it's that isekai. get isekai'd in? Is
2: that, yeah, yeah. The, you, and the, they're like wanted people. Is that that's kind of what it seemed like?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you all that, okay. baby.
2: I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I'm no, so it's excited. fine. People yeah.
0: people are never ready for how prepared I am. You're never ready for how ready I am. Ready. Oh. But it even has that similar art style with that. I mentioned this before, but the thin outlines this hazy flat color palette even has a ripped strong fighter honey side character all similarities as jobless reincarnation mm, nanny yeah right dude uh when have i ever been wrong about an anime that i passionately harass you guys to watch
1: oh see i was getting my like shit eating smug on until you said passionately
0: annoy you guys to watch that's right, they're all Kush Daddy King Pops. Oh. No helmet. No myth- No mithril helm. But what will my purple helmet warrior do if there's no helmet? Um, Go back to the
1: pants so you can watch the anime you were told to go watch. Yeah, with your sleepy hollow cock.
0: Yeah, with your bucket <laughs> hat condom tips. Uh, But damn, what a fluffing first episode this is. Holy always so eventful, felt so long. That's what they say after I, I'm done with them. Damn, uh, dude. I don't know if the world building is plot holy but it's a blast. We could we get plenty enough like tantalizing exposition consistently. Like all those questions you ask answered very specifically, very quickly. And in in a kind of like a natural way. So, pretty much yeah, this is going to be a straight up stroke session for this one and I found the muffin. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Who gets to eat it? We can share this one.
1: All right. Uh, I, I call Spades the Spades is so uncomfortable right now, and I'm living for it. Spades, I took the wrapper, which means you have to eat the muffin now. No. You idiot. He <laughs> <laughs>
2: can't even talk, dude. He's got say, muffin in his mouth? I'm,
3: I'm definitely not eating the muffin, so. Oh, you're getting the muffin top. More for me, baby.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Listen, Pink's got the garbage can. Lego's got the muffin. There we go. <laughs> I got a harem. And we get those episode
0: recaps at the beginning of every episode, just like Jabba's Reincarnation. But we have an OP in this one, too. But they're very short and sweet. I appreciate them. It's cool. Um, The opening scene, you remember that one, Spades? It's like a dream-like state. And it starts out with a girl's monologue. She says, Every once in a while, I have a dream. It's always in Japan, in a classroom I've never been to. I'm friends with everyone there. And one of them is my very best friend. That's the dream I have sometimes. And boom, lightning strikes. Bang! Snaps back to her real physical state. It's raining. She's standing over a young girl in a school uniform, even though this is more like a fantasy setting now. And she's laying on the ground dead, bloody. And I was like, oh, whoa. Okay, so that's her killing another isekai protagonist. And that's just the opening scene? Very first scene, yeah.
1: Holy mackerel.
0: Yeah,
3: it gets harder.
0: Yeah, it does. Main character, no. psych, right? Like we were saying, like we were alluding to. Like I wish this show, I know it was hard to do with like all of its advertising. They have to advertise what it's about. And then you see this guy and you're like, what the fuck is this? But two characters get his into this fantasy world. And it's taboo to do this. It's not good. Because what I explained in the synopsis, they're so powerful that they... Fuck the whole world up there's been four great calamities which I'm I'm guessing they equivalent is that a word equivocate
2: equivocate yeah
0: perhaps to the four horsemen of our world right like plague uh, crabs
3: (laughs) is that fucking blue balls and could
1: be sailors feet
3: yeah
1: God those those are the horsemen
3: just or if you want to keep it anime-related, you can say like "Shield Hero." Yeah, in Discord mods,
0: <laughs> tier three Valkyrie subs, spades only. Uh, yeah. So tier four. It starts off with the typical young brown-haired male school uniform protagonist, basic as hell. But for a reason, it's cool. Who's excited to find out he's Isakid because people treated him like booty trash in the real world, and I'm just going to refer to him as Boy Lost One. And I'll explain why in a little bit. Boy lost one, gets kicked out of the nice holy roi. All right, so I didn't realize the synopsis, like, said all this. so I can skip this Franny Note shit, dude. But he gets kicked out. They're like, oh, his power is null. <clears throat> Get him out of here. He gets kicked out pretty much left for dead intentionally. God, I miss those games. Oh, left 4 dead? Freaking Yeah. It. I mean, that new one came out, but it kind of already, like, Got flopped. forgotten. But yeah. they all do that. They all kind of like lay under the dust. But, yo, know, back to execution in a way of life. Yeah, man, this is where I write down going in absolutely blind would be dope, but it seems like they make it nearly impossible for that. Except for Spades. He always does the impossible. So good for you, man. You Shout got, out Spades. He, he got swooned. He got swept off his big ass feet. His big old man feet. Yeah, his size <laughs> 48s. Damn. The...
1: They size eleven, but all right. Nah, I was gonna. Say I today. hear you walking up to my house sometimes, man. Like you're either wearing we'll like an old school Suba suit with your musically app installed in it, or yeah, you got you're size forty eight as well.
2: Uh, S- Spades, I have a question for you. This is like extremely important. When you buy your shoes, does it come with clown makeup? Because I would assume only clowns have that big of feet. Nah, I get it from pink. Oh,
0: yeah. What, the makeup or the feet? <laughs> the makeup. I, I get Both. My, I get my feet pics from Pink, too. He's got the folder. Bro, did, did you get the one where I was, like, opening doors with my toes? Yeah. Perfect. I, like I gotta when, send you part two of that tonight. Yeah. I like when you, like, turn up and down volume knobs.
1: <laughs> oh, the, the Only
3: in the cars, though.
1: The best was the one that was recorded of me picking my nose with my pinky toe while I was playing Smash. I could not stop the match to pick my nose. I just
0: had to reach up there somehow. Damn, you flexible. I believe that, man. There's literally a video on my computer. You know how, like, evil villains, like, roll their hands together when they're thinking of something? He, he's doing that with his bare feet. While we're having a oh, podcast. Oh, I
1: forgot about that.
0: During the Pokemon pageant podcast or something like that, he's, like, he, evil villain- like, rolling his fingers together, but they're his toes. <laughs> That's so fucking cringe, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I you did that in public? took a video and sent it to him. I'm like, look at what? this. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> look at this. This is cursed. We can't use this now.
1: <laughs> no wonder I've never seen that pod
2: episode. Arring out
3: all your dirty laundry.
1: <laughs> bro, it's all right. You could catch both sets of hands. Let's go. Oh, shit.
2: <laughs> and that's why the TAP podcast stopped doing video.
0: Yeah, for a while, but we're starting to pack up again. And those, those gems like that one are in the locker to be, you know, visited back on soon once we're freaking, a, you know, more famous than Oblivion Skyrim. When people are giving us tier four subs.
1: Immediately shut down the channel, report it, call the FBI, use whatever tags you have to use to get them involved. Tell your you, you have my
0: full permission. So, when they said his power was null, eh, get rid of him. That was another major look, just like what happens with the protagonist. The protagonist, in quotes. Because it, it was nullification power. Like, that's broken as fuck.
2: Yeah. He nullifies other people's powers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't think it's
3: that aspect of it.
0: Well, he could just nullify things. He just make them go away.
3: Oh, like that's even more. Blank it obscene. out of oblivion.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. what. It's interesting because another high suspense, high octane anime pulls off the same unique plot line where, like, the main character who you think it is actually like dies off, and you're like, "Oh, what do I go now?" And that same decoy main character has the same nullification power. Pink, do you know what anime I'm talking about? This sounds familiar. It's a underrated banger everybody needs to see. I was playing the OPs earlier, but I don't think you noticed. It was a... It's Talentless Nana. Oh. We covered that in one of our first season of oh, Frontiers. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? The main character, we thought he was, and then he, he gets smoked, and he had nullification power. Yeah. It's super weird. And it was like he was such a nobody, too, that it makes it... I completely forgot about him. Yeah, with the watch. yeah. So corny ass Rolex. So it has that type of homage, and it also has that very blaring. I'm sure, everybody knows it. The most interesting character of the season, perhaps that Madoka Magica inspiration character, mm-hmm. looks exactly like Madoka, but like even has the same hair color, is
2: style, it the, the and pink ribbons. hair girl with ponytails with the ribbons. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's my favorite one that I've seen from your snaps. She's amazing. Same,
0: <clears throat> very interesting dynamic character, dude. Her name is Mama.
2: Oh my god. I need more.
0: I get to call her Mama. Momo.
2: Oh, even better. Momo.
0: But you can call her whatever you want, man. She kinda she kinda yawned at Ray.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I think it's all the B stars that he watched. Shit. I don't know. That just <laughs> popped
2: in my head and I just wanted to say
0: something outrageous. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! do you remember that episode where we hear Momo talk? And uh, that's, that's exactly where my head went. I, know,
2: I silenced it forever.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Menu meets the boy lost one. And this is, uh, we get some world-building exposition here between their conversation. That's why I this dialogue has a reason. So, Menu's introduction is not what I was expecting. She coincidentally runs into the boy, chilling under a bridge. He's like, what am I going to do? This sucks. This ain't isekai kind of like shield hero right and she approaches him almost too friendly like warm and bubbly and she says i'm just a pure just strong priestess that's right the church takes in lost ones as a part of its duties and i was like Ey! conspiracy theory <laughs> the, the church is corrupt Fairly yeah. a little too convenient and she said we have the church we're willing to help You know, and the and the lost boy lost one. I don't even think we get a name out of him. That's how unimportant he is. He's like, really? Because I could use like some money. And she just cuts him off with this like crazed blank stare with her red eyes, just like wider than my shoulders. Well, laying back, and there's still the chill music playing. She's like, maybe in your dreams, deadbeat. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) But she she broke his hell too. But he begins to toss out assumptions about basic isekai tropes, like bouncing it off her. And she answers nonchalantly with all, like, unexpected answers as if she expected them. She seemed like she was very used to this. She's a cold killer. So my thoughts is, like, at first it's easy to mistrust and not like this main character. But, man, she is very interesting and very much like the nucleus of, like, this banger of an anime. It's going to grow slowly. I feel like Good. she might become people's favorite character towards the end. Where obviously everybody loves Momo right now for a reason. She's great. So dynamic, these characters, really. Um, Menu tells him that there is no demon lord, there is no heroes. So he says, Oh, I get it. I just need to use my knowledge of the real world to get me through this right. Eh, wrong again. Fucking idiot. Do you guys like mayonnaise?
1: Nope. <laughs> uh, light, light mayonnaise, like a little bit on a sandwich
0: is nice. That's acceptable.
2: Chipotle or sriracha mayo, but not Ooh, regular. Yeah, I'll
0: accept that. I have some messed up cousins that do weird shit with mayonnaise. But that's for another time. Oh
1: my god, do they just like take scoops out of the jar? Yeah. <laughs> Say they do. Where are they at? I want to see this. <laughs> I want to see this so I can actually like have legitimate hate in my heart.
0: Italians, man, you already have it. Well, she knew what mayonnaise was, and she thinks it's nasty, so I don't care if she's a killer. I think she's really cool. That's fair. <laughs> and she also tells the Lost One that Lost Ones have been coming to this world for a very long time. And I'm like, huh, this is a really cool potential world-building dynamic. Like, what kind of tech, what kind of recipes, languages, like weapons or tropes did this new world adapt from all these Lost Ones from our world? And like, did they even all come from Japan? Like, or the same world we're familiar with. But, oh, wait, dude, there I go again. Jumping to conclusiones. Because uh, that was told to me after I unpaused it. So all the Lost Ones come from Japan. So inherently, this world reflects the culture in many ways. Uh, boy Lost One then realizes they have been speaking Japanese the whole time. So, like, you kind of understand with Kong Men, like, they, they, they give that nice, like... They skip out on giving us a plot hole, which is nice. But that original thought, dude. That passability, it's still, It still, you know, might be other kingdoms pulling homies from other places. Like, I like really like to help. hero. Yeah, and like I'm standing on a million motherfuckers. Oh yeah. Where we get the American? Remember that? That it's season well, two. The, he was the blonde one, right? No. She was the blonde filmmaker that they made that YouTube video.
1: Yeah, I but I just thought it was now. cool.
0: She was like from America, and she had like all this different type of culture and knowledge. She was cool as hell. And she would hit on the shy girl and make her all blushy.
2: So is it people in the, wor- in the world that pull the people from Japan?
0: Yes. Okay. They summon them with like a ritual.
2: Oh, interesting.
3: And during the ritual, once the person gets summoned, they literally pull up like a skill list and it tells them what power they have. So like that, that's how we knew this guy had null Gotcha. Which, I thought
2: he like went and did some test or whatever. Yeah, I didn't no, realize the, that was like he got summoned and immediately they're like, oh, this is a fucking broken toy or something. Yeah.
0: Like, oh, this one can use his feet as hands. Put him in a
3: trash can. Well, that's that's why like he's when gonna they, be
1: heading there anyway. Don't worry about that.
3: Don't worry about that. <laughs> that's why when it said no, they figured they just summoned someone without a power.
1: Makes
2: sense.
0: That was a little major look from the writing. I thought that was sweet. But yo, here's some like important. Short tour info dump stuff. She says, there are three classes here. Third are the commons. Everyday people, 90% of the population. Second class are the noblesse. Might be familiar with that term. But these are the ones in charge of government. Knights, nobility, royalty. The first class are the faust, which is the church. I'll probably just say church. Like me, who served the Lord. We're also in charge of regulating any noblesse who violate a taboo. So that's that shit. So so many lost ones is taboo. We know why. Boy Lost One says, well, are you going to arrest the king who has summoned me? And she says, I'll report it to my boss. I'm busy with the noble mission of aiding people like you, the penniless, the homeless, and the, you know, virgins. <laughs> you pathetic
1: kid. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, a representative.
0: <laughs> and, and she's like yawning and stretching as she says this, like, like meaning, showing me that, like, she's been doing this for a long time.
2: Yeah. Disinterested because it's just routine.
0: It's cool because it makes me, like, really dislike her at first. Uh, you know, even, she's very pretty, but I really still don't like her. Uh, he actually manages to make her laugh with some clever role play about, like, being at the bottom of society. You know, we love that shit. We know about that shit, dude.
1: All too well. And too the well. fact that she <laughs>,
0: laughs and stuff like that, I'm like, wow, dude, she, like, really is conditioned to this line of work. Uh, this makes her dynamic right off the bat. Like, like, am I supposed to view her as cold-hearted, like, manipulative, or am I supposed to view her, like, presumably, like, be manipulated from youth and like pity her almost. It kind of puts me at odds with the main character right off the bat.
2: Almost like she's just like a beat cop and she's just, like doing her traffic, the routine traffic stuff that she's done a million times kind of thing.
0: Yeah, but there's. Wh- I wouldn't ever pity a beat cop for any reason if unless they were conditioned from youth.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying. Because she was like born into this role.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because she was saved by the church and they raised her stuff like that by some evil old bitch. I'm Damn. assuming, dude, that's all that's all assumptions. But <clears throat> the lost one tells menu that the other lost one probably is what they're looking for. And she's like, "Huh? Other lost one? Twins?" Uh, they summon two of them. And he says, "I couldn't see her face very well, but even from afar, she had pretty big boobs." <laughs> Nice. And you know they both like that. She's a, she's she likes girls. Uh same. After Ryan paused that, she looks forward intently and she says, "Uh-huh. Big boobs are great." And I was like, "Are you serious? I'm she like, says that?" Confirmed she is the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. That's awesome. <laughs> she doesn't like mayonnaise. She thinks big boobs are cool. Like we could be best friends. But if you're paying attention, and I know it's hard right now. We're talking about tickle bitties. She was staring forward intently because she was hovering her hand over her tome. A tome is like a spell book. And low key communicating to a comrade. She's, she's, she's pulling some shit right now. Like, she's a true professional. He getting swindled, and more importantly, was she lying about liking big boobs or not? Like, this is.
2: That's the real hard
1: hitting questions.
0: I don't think she was. Definitely not.
1: Nah. She seems like an alpha Chad. She's but, definitely telling the truth.
0: I know some Alpha Chads that believe in the medium is premium prophecy. Damn. What's the small one?
1: Um Or flat Flat is justice. Flat justice. That doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't.
0: Well, Megami sucks anyway, dude. Whoa. She...
1: <laughs> name
2: name a bigger bigger explosion than what she can do.
0: Can. I
1: can name a bunch of bigger taggies. You want to ask my garbage can?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you know, yeah.
2: I tip my hat to you, Pink.
0: This is where Thanks we can see <laughs> we finally get to see this other girl lost one, right? And we can see that she had this same dreamlike vision as we saw that Menu had in the beginning. So I'm like, ooh, destiny. So she takes her. This is what we heard in the synopsis. She takes her back to her church. She's like, yeah, come home with me. I'm like, ooh, this is getting spicy, dude. But it's ghetto as hell, dude. That church is like rickety as hell, dude. It's got holes in it. It's like growing moss. Tiny.
3: Yeah, like Tiny. it. It looks like it hasn't been tended to in in a decade or so.
0: Like if I was the boy, big. Like, this is sketch. This is red flags. But like, man, she might be freaky. But it also yeah, might be a sign that she's... like this. Yeah, she might be blatantly being used by the church. Like, they're just giving minimal resources to this pawn that they have. That's my speculation. It's nothing like spoily. But I'm always right. Uh, this is when Menu asks him to whip it out. Oh. Yeah, his powers, actually. Oh, well, how polite of her. <laughs> she reassures him that he indeed does have powers. All lost ones have powers. This pure concept that we call... And, oh, hell nah. You remember this boob press from behind she pulls? Yeah. Did they really making me, like, hate her right now? But just like Skeleton Knight in an- another world, is that what it's called? Like Yeah, you're right. The redeeming arc is redeeming. Some would say redemption arc, if they thought. But she boob presses him from the back and whispers some sweet shizzle in a sexy tone into his ear to coax him into activating... His power. Remember Lion kept talking about activating the turtle? What a pervert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the S- S- Shield Hero review. Uh, She's too good at her job, man. I-, I would love to get killed by her. If she's gonna like... I don't think I ever got boob pressed from the back.
2: I no? I have, and they're fond memories. But, you know, it's few and far between. It's... I, I think that women haven't realized the power
1: that it holds. Wait, so you have a harem, and you haven't gotten a boot press from the back? Yeah. All right, fifty bucks each. I'll train each of
0: them. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'll train all of your girls. But then you'll get boot press before me. No, no, they, they practice on each other. I'm color. going
1: to teach them how to do it. See, I'm going to get like one of them punching bags and I'm be like, "Ladies, look, I'm going to take my own shirt off, hug the punching bag, like, see." If we go Johnson hard. to
0: Johnson and hug each other, we we'll, we can both be a boot press sandwich.
1: <laughs> Only if our square nuts don't
0: clack. Yeah, you don't get them tangled up. Clickety like clack some. Collaboration. I was gonna say, does
3: <laughs> giving a piggyback ride count? But this got weird. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. I think yeah. That okay. Was yeah, that was
0: way too wholesome and boring. Yeah.
3: Yeah. How dare you, Spades? <laughs> I wanted to jump in before you uh, my started Spades, talking about clacking, my, uh,
1: favorite <laughs> clacking is, nuts. Um, yeah,
0: but missionary. We clacking nuts and docking in in a boob press from behind sandwich, and you're over here doing piggyback stuff.
3: Well, you, you guys just jumped into it. You didn't. You didn't even give me a chance to talk. <laughs> you gotta assert yourself, spades. Yeah, yeah. Well, insert when, yourself. When when they're talking about square nuts, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you don't would.
1: have any experience. I yeah, see. he's got he's got hexagons over
0: there. He don't know shit. Uh, we don't bring up shapes in front of spades. Yeah, he starts no, getting just violent. words.
1: Like his iconic third eye on his forehead starts opening up. He okay, gets extra bloodshot.
0: <laughs> so unironically his powers nullify I told you guys this The power to nullify anything dude Shout out Talentless and Nana And he, he quickly expresses his relief He's like and he like laughs Like you mean I can get rid of anything in my way If I don't like someone I can just like make them disappear And I'm like whoa dude This guy was like really innocent Before mm-hmm. he realized he had powers
2: How quickly the tables turn
0: Yeah I'm like dude this anime is like already like making I mean, I I actually have Kanye West's brain, so I think crazy all the time, but it's really making me think. And then out of nowhere, she lodges a knife straight up into the side of his head as he turns around. Like, out of nowhere. And that's like, that probably like took
3: spades right out of his socks, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, especially because like, there's a little bit of dialogue. He's like, oh, I could take anyone take anyone out of our way as in like he's trying to sign her up to just rummage through the through the kingdom. And then as soon as he turns around he's like Alright, let's do it. And then that's when he just straight up gets stabbed. And it's just drop.
0: It's just not like side of the head in the skull. Like that's not like you don't see that a lot. That's real precision damage. Yeah, just like a lot of strength. And she This is interesting. It's a cool quote as well. She kneels before his soulless body and says, You didn't do anything wrong. You're not to blame. You've done nothing to deserve death. I'm the villain for having murdered you and you're the victim. But nonetheless, the lost ones have brought far too much harm to our world. So it was kind of like that utilitarian type stuff that's
1: like doing a bad thing for a good reason
0: yeah and like she's a woman of the church so it makes sense that she would like kneel and say a prayer and acknowledge stuff
1: and like admit her own sin feel bad for it but knew it's what had to be done Mm-hmm. i, I respect
0: that then she this w- is
1: all only episode one
0: yeah and then she repeats her statement from their first encounter i'm a priestess pure just and strong as well as an executioner for the exterminating of lost ones, and you're like, oh, and I'm sure the scene fades away. It's like, wow, and she's standing tall, like you can kind of tell she's like trying to like conjure the conviction in her words, like perhaps maybe for her own mental health, like, yeah, like her own sanity, trick herself into That's,
2: believing yeah. the words that she says.
0: Yeah, interesting character. I'm like, is she, you know, huge nuts? I do that in the mirror
1: every morning. I'm, I'm not cringe. I'm not cringe. I'm not cringe.
0: I'm not cringe. Yeah. It works, dude. That's our chance. That's our chant. Or the one I'm horny, I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm horny, I'm ho- that's what I say to get me to work. You you do too, you told me this.
1: No, I just did, I just know it. I try not to tell people these things. I just
0: sing it sometimes like I have Tourette's. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not alone. Never alone. You're never alone. There's other people that like feet. <laughs> and, and now we know she I should d- watch Soul Eater again. She, she wields a dagger and a tome which is, I I think that's, like, fucking cool as hell. Badass, yeah. When you got a freaking bladed weapon and you got a spell book. I hate Fire Emblem. So there's checks and balances, and, like, I'm going to talk about the church a little bit more. The Faust. But there seems to be some kind of checks and balances where, like, the church keeps the noblesse in check. The noblesse rule over the common people and the church served the common people, It's kind of like a rock paper scissors triangle thing going on. It's cool for the world building. Nice that and is. easy and simple. Like I know triangles. Spades can't. doesn't.
3: I was gonna say that, no, stop. You can't <laughs> mention shapes. <laughs> so he's shape phobic. Uh it's third eye. One one thing I don't know if you you left out or if you're going to touch in your notes a little bit later. I'm just going to bring it up now. Um when one of the people that gets isekai uh, I think she says this as well Uh, when they die their power lets off one last burst
2: oh that's interesting so
3: as soon as he died the nullification went off she jumped back and then she kind of I think it was her or another character says you can't even die correctly I pr- i believe it was her because yeah. it blew up the, the church and now the church is literally <laughs> four walls and a fucking skylight
2: Oh, wow. That's that's pretty cool. And it's just, like, random what the target is,
3: I guess. That well, it, it depends on the power. It, it depends on the power. That, that that will get touched on a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah,
0: more. with the girl one, with her power. Yeah. Because we know from reading the synopsis and the trailers and stuff, she has some sort of immortality. Like, she's supposed to be assassinated, but she won't die. Which gives Menu time to start, like, being human again and, like, fall in love with her, I guess. I guess we'll see that. See what Akari can do, that's her name. We're gonna find out soon. But yeah, space. I didn't even see that man. That was when I was like deep in my notes, I guess.
3: Yeah, cause it, it it's like one of those split, like stab in the head, and then he falls to the ground, and it just goes to like a bunch of Japanese words, and on a black screen, so white white lettering on a black screen, and then it's like nullify or some some bullshit like that, and then the explosion happens.
0: I like when how you brought that up because another example of this same thing happens a little later where she outwardly says something that's like goes along the lines with her training of being an assassin like you can't even die properly but that's that's it but she also kneeled before him and prayed and acknowledged herself as the victim of the murder kind of like her morality dueling itself I it's, wonder
2: like how much the the like last power before death is gonna like come up as like I mean, I I feel like whenever there's, like, a story and they give you a little bit of, like, that in the beginning, like, it's always going to come up later, you know? It comes up again. Yeah, it's always something to watch out for. But that's interesting that they, like, shoot off their last power before death because I know, like, I'm pretty sure this is true, but, like, when humans die, they, like, shit themselves before they, like, right when they die.
3: Yeah, that's, (laughs) that's honestly why they're a taboo because like they get the power <laughs> cuz they shit themselves we're going to we're going to go and shit themselves but as as the executioner um when you get summoned you have your power and then like you said you shit yourself if, if, when you die it's that that aspect but like on a larger scale because you can have you can have any power god gotcha. could you imagine like dying and having a
1: magical blowout and a brown blowout like <laughs>
3: That'd probably be the most
1: embarrassing, like police finding a body in a long time.
3: Yeah, but you're dead, so you don't care about it. It's not yeah, your problem to still, clean it up. Yeah, still though,
1: like, could you imagine, like, what you put that poor cop through? He has to go home and try to tell his wife. He's imagine like, Patricia. I saw. I saw a body today. I, I don't know how much longer I could do this. I don't know if the pension's worth it. Dude's eyes literally fell out of his head, and he shit himself. It was the most foul thing
2: I now, ever seen. Now imagine
3: you die, get isekai again. And then someone from that world gets isekai into the world you're in.
2: Do you think that when they get isekai that they have poop in their pants?
3: From Honestly, the I'd step? be insulted if they didn't at this point. I should call Hey, right, Franny, keep it going.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Back on the rails, baby. So we see Menu converse and receive orders from a sweet elderly lady who seems to care for Menu with the title Archbishop Orwell. I was like, interesting. I was like, oh, Orwell is a very famous name for some, like interesting character. Yeah. Well not in... he's a Writer. author, right? George Orwell,
2: yeah. yeah. 1984.
0: Archbishop Orwell recommends Menu to take some time off once she infiltrates the royal capital since it's been 10 years since she's been home. And I'm mentioning this because Menu shocked that she remembers her from back then. He's like you mm-hmm. you remember my home like I've been a part of the per- church for so long. Archbishop says, Of course I do. If that other world got out of control, it could have been resulted in a- another calamity equal to the four major human errors that I mentioned before. Menu was the lone survivor of that calamity, saved by Archbishop. Okay, I was going to say Archbishops in anime tend to be evil, right? Yeah. yeah very much so. I It's pretty. But this one seems like a nice old lady, but. Mandy was very grateful towards her because she saved her life. And it's a little, obviously, like a little coincidental, a little on the cheek, on the nose, on the, on the scrote. What do they call that? On the scrote? What? Wait, what? Yeah, what, what are you talking about? Tongue and cheek or uh, nuts and that What is it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Dude. Dick
1: and balls? No. Oh. I am confused.
0: No, bro. But... This is why I'm assuming that she's, like, kind of being groomed and raised by the church, like, manipulated for their dirty work. And she even says, you don't have to thank me. It's your Master Flair who we have to thank. And holy smokes, dude, Master Flair's introduction? Dude, remember I was saying how Kong Min already deserves to be in that club, that Hall of Fame of the smartest anime characters ever, put him yeah, in the yeah. competition? Yeah. Master Flair seems to be in that sensei Hall of Fame... Super Club. Off the rip. This is all speculation. i probably seen her just flashbacks, but Spades, that character design? Oh, yeah. Fire. Literally. Fuego. Like Shoot her now. Dude, honestly, we were like all blown away by Mario Leona. Yeah. Of the... Lioness co- mommy. Yeah, from Black Clover. She's like her, but I feel like she might be cooler. At least she's got a better nose. Yeah, I said it. The black clover nose is weird.
1: This is a nose. They're like jagged daggers sticking out of people's faces. Yeah.
2: This is a nose shaming podcast, just in case the viewers weren't aware.
0: Nose buddy safe.
3: <laughs> that was cringe,
2: That bro. was great actually.
3: <laughs> so wait, does that mean you don't like nose pass? Nose pass?
0: Hmm. Mm. I don't know, the mustache kind of cool. I got pubes.
2: I mean, it's on his, like, lower half, so it basically is pubes for him.
0: Yeah, it's probably both. It's powerful. But, yeah, the flashback to this calamity shows Master Flair. But, yeah, she got red hair, very badass. Actually, you find out she got a tome and a dagger as well. And she says the same, I'm a priestess, just strong, stuff like that. So we see that Menu actually is... Like loyal and inspired mm-hmm. by someone who's actually valiant and has like good morals, so she gives me a little bit of hope. Now that it's it's the redemption part of uh, Menu, the long hard one, and mesh. And she got these red hair and these short, bit jagged bangs, like just kind of like badass tomboy, powerful, just big like Yami from Black Clover vibes. I just love it. So good, I'm calling it, dude. Ultra badass personality. Just she don't give a fuck. But I'm going to talk about more of her and the church later. But right now it's Momo time, dude. Everybody loves Momo! Not from Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> so, this Madoka magical looking honey is really something, dude. Uh, comes off pretty Yandere at first. Like, I thought she was just, and she is pretty obsessed with Menu. Like, did you think that was a good thing or a bad thing, Spades? Do you like that? You think it's annoying?
3: Uh, it's annoying, but like I'm interested to see where it goes from here now because it's 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 a little bit of like a triangle that's going one way. Oh, whoa! This is why spades and shapes
2: don't work. How does a triangle all go? In no, one like, way? Uh
3: like like a love triangle where? It, listen, listen. Explain
2: the triangle. I, eventually, I will. <laughs> oh. That's my boy said, stuff. I can't, so I will defer.
1: <laughs> I play this card face down and end my turn. I plead the fifth.
0: She says <laughs> a word. Like, explain the triangle. Penguin. <laughs> he just chose I eventually. I plead the fifth and the second. But she, To me, she came out, I thought she was like kind of like a
2: Yandere light. What? I'm sorry Freddy He said he Pleads the fifth And the second What does he need A gun for <laughs> Anyone who disagrees
1: <laughs> Oh my god See I understood that
0: He needs it for the Fucking shape wielders <laughs> a- Anyway I just started Blasting and the podcast Is over <laughs> Yeah he anyway. needs it To fight Geomancers yeah.
2: Alright I'm sorry For interrupting Freddy My brain just went Like on full blast Of
0: confusion That's a good It's okay man Uh uh tsundere but she calls her senpai she has an annoying voice she simps on her pretty hard and she actually momo squishes her face into menu's tiggies oh my god I, very I need to watch this show yeah and menu smacks her on the head and she says you're not my servant you're my aide." and this is when we find out that like when she was putting her hand over the tome getting the info from the lost boy lost one boy <laughs> she was communicating to momo to like hey there's another one go find her now so i was like oh shnat momo is like her little sidekick that loves her so momo gives menu an electricity type powered disguise for her palace infiltration it's like some sort of uh magical item right created by master flare but it was a prototype so it it's kind of glitchy and then Momo, so it disappears sometimes. Momo takes a screenshot with her tome, like a little picture. Click. When it gets all glitched out, she takes a, she, she's just like me. She takes nudes of her friends. And That's then she awesome. runs away.
1: So this is the best character.
3: Yeah, dude, it's, it's hard to deny at this point. I don't even, you know. You know me.
0: I'm now a I'm hipster.
3: Sold. Well, it was the, the outfit that she put on was a maid outfit. Just, just to throw that out
2: there. Yeah, was, uh, she already won.
3: The only thing better than the maid outfit is when it disappears.
0: And it reminds me a lot of Wandering Witch Elena, what we covered in one of the seasonals. with, uh, Remember her best friend, Saya, that was obsessed with her? Pink, you're the one. Remember uh, Elena's best friend? Her little friend that was <gasps> oh obsessed with god, her? Oh my god, yeah. That's kind of what Momo is giving me the vibe, very much Okay. Like that. If anyone hasn't seen Wandering Witch Elena yet, they should... They have to. Seriously discrediting yourself. They have to, man. Especially if you've seen Kino's journey and you liked it.
1: Or if you like big hair or witch- big hat witches. Ooh.
0: Momo also casually mentions that she tortured one of the guards serving the king that summoned the homies. King G is what I'll call him. And I was like, oh, okay. The Yandere thing might actually be real. So these knights, they visit the church. <clears throat> they approach. And men who faces off with them. And it's cool. These knights, I keep seeing knights, knights, knights. They show up in like military garb. Almost like they're in like a a, a spaceship. Spaceship? It's cool and different.
2: Like Imperial? Yeah. Like gear from Star Wars?
0: Like like what a Gundam homie would be wearing. Yeah, like military uh, oh, officer. Oh, okay. So, so like, military uh, officer garb. Yeah, like, I'm thinking armor.
2: I see what you're saying.
0: Because it is pretty damn fantasy. There's no tech. but So this is the conversation. It's pretty cool. So you summon two lost ones on purpose so we would kill one and move on. And the knight says, only so we can obtain a great power to overthrow the false tyrannical rule. So it's the noblesse versus the false, the church versus the royalty. These are the two contending powers. with the people just, you know, getting shit on all day. Jealous. Spanish guitar music at the showdown outside of the church, and it, it's just super badass. Like, this production, they definitely know what they're doing, and it's J.C. Staff. Like, I think it's really cool taking the limiters, the maturity limiters, the child lock off of J.C. Staff, because they do a lot of really good, but, you know, regular showing that doesn't really go there. And here they're doing it in this show. And one of the knights calls Menu an arrogant dog of the Faust. I'm like, oh man, he might be spitting right there. Those Th- might be factoids. That's fighting words, though, without a doubt. And another knight recognizes her OP abilities and techniques, and he's like, "Those only belong to the legendary flair, And he gets shook. And I'm like, "Wow, dude, this is just like that one old lady recognizing Kakashi as the White Fang."
2: Oh, I love that—the grandma on the sands
0: in Naruto. Yeah, and she like gets like PTSD. She's like, "No, he's back. It's the wo- the Great Wolf of the Leaf,
2: or whatever is." N- dad's name was the white fang right? white fang that's it yeah yeah the great wolf of the
1: Weave, dude
2: <laughs> dude i don't know wolf fang fist was in my head for some reason oh
0: jesus wolf diamond <laughs> another knight curses her for being so powerful and serving a fool of a lord i'm like oh i knew this granny was messed up she rejects his comment and reflects so this is this is interesting this is that part where she does it again this like dueling morality she has she says, uh, that monster that you summoned and claims that he was more, or- and, sh- all right, I wrote this weird, whoops, she rejected his comment and reflects on the monster, meaning the boy lost one, that they summoned and claims that he was more ordinary than she could ever hope to be. I was like, Dan, that's like a loaded sentence, like, I gotta break this down. So she's calling the boy a monster. But she's also saying he's more ordinary than she could ever want to be. So she's like, she doesn't want this role? But But she's...
1: What's that? But it was like she was thrown into it. Yeah. And and making it seem like she's been stuck here in this role since she was a
0: child. Like she just wants to be regular. Yeah. And she's matching their energy by calling him a monster because they called her a dog and they dissing her lord. But it, it flashes to a screen where she's actually giving him a proper burial and putting flowers at the grave. So this is a really cool dynamic insight to her psyche, like the confliction of morality versus duty within her mental. Like she uh, is a for real tragic hero at this point. And I was like, dude, I'm in, you know, cue the love interest that's about to come in. But it's just super neat that she refers to him as a monster, but then shows what she's really thinking. Like her true sentiment. Just like that scene when she killed him, like she, you can't you can't even die properly. But then she's doing the prayer thing. Uh, Menu meets Akari. This is the girl that you know has the big tiggies. That Menu better appreciate. Somebody else will. Wow, when they meet, dude, it was kind of epic. It was the last scene of the episode, dude. Balcony setting, starry night. Menu comes flipping and flying from a distance. You find out she uses some sort of like fucking. Spider-Man spell To get her up there Damn dude Upside down kiss Reverse cowgirl Oh Freaking how could I forget But yeah These um Priests They they have powers It's really cool From their tomes And they have like These strings That they like Can do a lot of stuff with Turn into like A saw blade sword They can cut people's necks With them And they can do that Spider-Man shit And it's just like it Lands on the railing Poetic silence Like really good directing They just both look At each other stand still on the balcony and like the episode ends I'm like
3: dude damn. this
2: sexual tension
3: I'm like this show is crazy as fluff dude yeah and uh just to touch on the powers a little bit in the fight scene with the with the guards uh I actually took screenshots of of the spell that she used in that fight scene yeah there's like quotes from the scripture of their book yeah so um holy shit locks his phone <laughs> uh ethnic connection scripture two dash five invoke thou shalt know the wall surrounding prior p i p i o u s pious pious sheep shall never crumble
2: that's crazy so it's like a like very religious like incantation
3: yeah mm-hmm. and then uh Ethnic Connection Scripture 3.1 Invoke, and the oncoming enemy enemy did hear the toll of the bell.
2: Wow. That's like super symbolic wording and stuff. That's yeah. really cool.
0: Talk about poetic. And as soon as they look into each other's eyes, that you can feel the destiny shit. They can too. And nonetheless, Menu waste no time and immediately starts to lie and manipulate Akari. Like, this is like her training kicking in. She's doing her job. And she even says to herself, I know this story is like full of holes but i don't have time i gotta get her out of here uh i just won't give her time to think she says like oh my god she's like really good at this it's scaring me and it's just cool inner monologue effect that happens it's Just like this green filter goes on the screen time slows down and it kind of zooms in on her as she's thinking it's like oh man it's really cool optic they gave me for when she's thinking like really kept me in the game and she basically says to her, like, real quick, like, these people are evil. They're keeping you captive. You have power, right? They're going to use it for evil. They killed the other boy. I tried to save him, but I couldn't. I have to save you. Come with me. Like, really rushing. That's some good manipulation for just being pulled right out of her ass. And even in all that suspenseful rush, she managed to get some info about her power, which is really vital. Like, she's executing as an executioner uh, exquisitely. She's good. And she also wastes no time when it came to doing the deed, as we saw from the first one. Mm -hmm. Minutes into the rescue escape, as they're, like, running through the halls of this palace, right? She just stabs her in the back of the neck. Like, oh, there it goes again.
3: She did it in the giest way ever, though. Like, they were running down the hallway, and then there was a quick left. She darted ahead, took a left, and then she was up on the ceiling.
1: Oh, and just, like, drop
3: down. Yeah. It was, like, oh, visually, it was, it was phenomenal.
0: Dude, that reminds me of the... Was it Agent Six who was in the royal palace and he hid behind the corner and squatted? And he's like, I've been waiting here for hours for a hot girl to a, turn this corner so I can, her titties can hit my face. And <laughs> yeah. nobody came. Yes, that was him. Yeah. She used that tactic for evil. Yeah Idiot How dare
1: Six was just doing a, a hero's job She's gotta taint this With murder
0: Yeah the only thing You What's taint, taint in Is this face Taint in my face So a cl- Like you were saying fuck. How people poop themselves When they die Yeah you yep. Or release their powers a clock-shaped incantation appears above her fresh corpse, right? And it seems to turn back time to revert Ocarina back to, like, a healthy, alive state. And she she just wakes up and she says, oh, I think I tripped or something. Oh, hey, Minnow-chan. Oh,
2: my God. So innocent.
0: My so good. God.
1: <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? That's even scarier, though. Yeah. It's even scarier, Does
2: though. she, like, try to kill her, like, five more times in a row?
0: She was speechless. And- I'd be, too. And then she's like, "Oh my God, is this the pure concept of time?" I was like, "What the hell is Japan pumping out recently? We got time and and like pretty much space like with the nullification." It's like, "All right, freaking uh, Pokemon Pearl and Diamond." I was, I was just say, about "Where's Arceus, say, Arceus,
2: baby?"
1: Just I was about to say, "Yeah, well, Pokemon Pearl and That's Diamond just like ten years ago." <laughs> yeah, where Giratina at?
0: In the underworld where it belongs.
1: Hey, hey, hey! You be nice. It's not his fault.
0: Hey, hey, I want to be a B-star. So Menu fills Archbishop in on the situation through magecraft telecommunication. It's like FaceTime, but magic. And they recognize the pure concept of time as the most potential disastrous of them all. Archbishop says, the more one uses a pure concept, the more it will eat away at the mind. Before eventually taking over and raging out of control, so this might be propaganda right here. I don't know if this is true.
3: I, I that's huge if true. I honestly think it is because, like the way the way they were communicating, it gives me Star Wars esque vibes. Because, like, it was a hologram type thing. So it was her sitting in the chair as a hologram, and her sitting in the chair on a hologram. It's kind of like Emperor Palpatine. Yay. Yes. How does that make you think it's true, though? Well, I, I I just don't like this this old bitch, so True. That's true.
2: She will know the
1: power of the dark side.
3: Do not let her
1: train her time powers. Hey. Do
0: it. Do what? Just, it. just do it. You didn't tell me to do anything. Do it quick Come. Do it. I'm losing it. Yeah, yes, right there. Do it. Ah. Good, Manu says, so if it were to grow stronger and get out of control, Archbishop finishes the sentence for, the sword of salt that melted the western continent into the sea, the pandemonium that devoured the southernmost archipelago, which is like an island. Archipelago, but yeah. Yeah, it's like a continent is a island. series of islands, yeah. Oh yes, that's right. The material room that took over the wild frontier in the east, the star husk that carved out the center of the northernmost continent and set it afloat. Her power could cause a catastrophe worse than even the four major human errors. So she lets us know what the four major human errors are right there. Just like
2: continent-destroying powers. Just
0: four possible prequels in the works right there. Yo, <clears throat> I love I don't that. remember any of them, so. Dude, that's my OP power is no taking Her power could... So she says, bring her to Garm. Here we have a ceremonial hall that can execute any otherworlder. So she's basically saying, like, don't kill her try and kill her, she's going to use her concept again. It's going to get stronger. It's going to be dangy. So she can't even kill her. Can't even try to kill her, even though if she dud... dud? Yo,
2: it is a dud if <laughs> if, kill even her. if she
0: done did it? Reverse time. So, embarrassingly, I've never even heard of this ceremony. And she says, Your master flair has never once relied on my help, so I assume she never told you either. And I was like, dude, that's so effing badass of this sensei. Like For real, how legend? That's how a legendary sensei should be. Like put Master Flair in the club with the greats. That's when I realized it. It's like okay, so I really seeming like Master Flair is the good guy. Doesn't really like her Archbishop, and the archbishop's trying to like Emperor Palpatine. Her like take the dark side, take it. So now Menu and Ackery like they have nothing. To, they have nothing but time now. They just have to wait and travel to Garm. And, How does she convince
2: Akri uh, to go along with her? Like, Is it just like false pretenses? or
0: They're going to have this combo right here over breakfast. Ooh. Uh, so having breakfast, they, she attempts to sell her the story right here. She says, we're going to go see the Archbishop in Garm you know and akari's like uh, like she doesn't really care she continues to be playful and imaginative like upbeat excited like in a new world meeting somebody she can tell there was like some sort of destiny stuff going on and she's just like i said before really living in the moment and like this is really what menu needs like more than anything you can tell her conscious is trying to fight that like trying to like you know it, it wants that so many drops the big cell right here she's like well this can bring you back to japan like don't you want to do that and akari Shifts moods in a very unexpected manner. She admits she was startled when first meeting Menno, but shortly after became very happy. And I have a cool quote. She says, I don't get it either, but for some reason it felt like time had started moving again after a long pause. That's beautiful. I got to use that on one of my harem honeys. That moment I'd been waiting for had finally arrived. And this is when she realized she's starting to sound crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting cringe. Wait, wait, wait. What's wrong with me? You must think I'm really odd. But, Menu, I'm really glad I came to this world. I'm so glad I got to meet you. You? You know what it is? I'm pretty sure this is that thing they call fate. I was like, wow. Ooh, the big F word. She's making her fall in love with her so hard right now, dude. So, Menu looks puzzled, but then, you know, snaps back to her mission. Her training kicks in, like sleeper agent style.
1: Mm, Fairy godparents. Mm, Don't look at the big titties. Bring her to the church. Oh, the titties.
0: Well... We have a few days to prepare for the ceremony, so we have some downtime we could spend with each other. I think we could be friends. And ooh, Momo be gelling. You know Momo's jealous as fuck. Oh, yeah. And this scene with, when Momo talks to her outside was actually even cuter than this breakfast scene. It was amazing. Because we saw this one, like, uh, very aggro version of Momo before with the picture and the outfit. But now we get to see really cool stuff. And I thought for sure she was like just Dev trying to kill her at this point. Like y- classic Yandere shit. Mm-hmm. But Momo fills in Menno about King G being planned for execution for being caught summoning two motherfucking lost ones. And in a pouty, tsundere type manner and voice, she, she's like, "Seeing the breakfast I prepare for you chowed down by Miss Boobalicious in there was really infuriating." And that's Amazing. just all she calls her now, Boobalicious, Miss Boobalicious.
1: I thought that was like a one-time thing through the one snap you sent me. <laughs>
0: no, it, it, me too. But then it happened like five other times. so I'm like, I'm here for it. Yeah, Favorite let's anime. Go. I wrote, Damn. Okay. Actually, adorable. She offers just to kill Okari immediately, but then they both know that's too risky for the pure concept to develop. So she bought herself a ticket as well on this train ride. We about to get a train arc because she would. Re- she said she would rather die than let Menu go alone with that lost one. And she's like, while she's saying this, she's like looking away and looking at the ground with her like hands clasped clasped behind her back. Dude, I just can't think about boobs in my bag now. <laughs> but like, you, you know, gotta, that,
2: you gotta talk to your harem, man. You gotta tell them what's up. It's the
0: it's the new meta. I'm dropping hints right now. They better pick them up, cause they're real. They know me. <laughs> I know them. They don't know me.
1: That <laughs> doesn't really help.
0: But dude, now that I'm realizing it, like right here, she got the shy coy, like hmm, pouty. But then she went tsundere, and before that she was yandere. Like, she might be, like, she might need some medication, Momo. <laughs>
2: she's just, just... <laughs> all of the character tropes
0: in one. Yeah, I mean, if you go by the hot crazy scale, if she's a 10. Oh, uh, yeah. Her insanity's at a 10, too. So I wrote, wow, at first I thought it was just being typical jealous and acting out, like light yandere shit, but nah, she actually is really wise in this. Momo then explains, you never had to spend... Significant time with the target before, you know. I don't think you're suited for that kind of thing. Like we were talking about, like her conscious kind of like peeking out, yeah. crying for help. She said, So let's trade places. And I'm like, Wow, dude. Momo knows that her menu is look like she knows her menu and she's looking out for her because she cares deeply. But then something even more mind blowing happens. Menu pulls out some super heat dialogue as well. To have to kill someone who hasn't violated a taboo or committed a crime, who's just an ordinary nice person, that's my job. That's why. So that's Menu looking out for Momo saying, like, you've never had to do something that bad Your before. Your soul is still good. Yeah. So they're both, like, trying to look out for each other. It's just, it's just I like,
2: like that. fuck, dude. It seems like a dope power dynamic between, like, all these
0: characters and, like, the things that they have to go through. And they're not even the love interests. It's the other girl. Like, wow, dude. But yeah, that's a real triangle, dude. But it's going like how many ways? It's going like two ways it's, and two ways. Count them off spades. Yeah,
3: I really don't even know. It's a hard question. It's it's mobo liking the main character, and then the main character liking uh Ocarina. Yeah, I was gonna call her uh take old biddies, but Miss Boobalicious. Yeah, Miss Boobalicious. But there's no re- skip- reciprocating factor Ooh, baby. Uh, of Momo getting any love, so like. But boobalicious, do we make like, up for
2: that? Does she like menu? Yeah,
3: yeah. So boo, it's like,
2: so it's a line, and then Momo's just. It's ninety. It's a ninety, it's a 90 degree angle.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the that's a better way to put it. It's a T because Momo has a dick.
2: Hey. Pink's
0: like. <laughs>
3: Fuck, dude! Did he's? It's that my, meme where all like the science, wait, is, symbol, the math symbols are popping. How is that up? possible? Because like everyone in the church is is a female. That that we know of right now, it's possible. Clearly, you have not watched Lego
1: Pizza's review on requiem of the Rose King, or my review on
0: Girls Frontline. Trans women are women. Simple as that. Yo, preach! Shout out the Faust. And Momo responds in the cutest voice and officially definitely not annoying anymore. Then here's what I'll do. I'll tag along stealthily so that wishes doesn't notice. I'm coming and that's final. Like, oh. So Menu thinks Momo is, ta- like, taking it seriously that she won't reveal anything for the few days she needs to chill with Aukari, the lost one. But Momo isn't worried about that at all. Momo knows Menu's heart and, like, it's just super awesome lit, like, Momo man like kind of like I I don't know jarring character design just because maybe it's just because I know Madoka so well and this is same character different art form like two feet taller I don't know it's weird it's weird but I'm it's got to grow on me especially when you see her fight and just get like Dude, she fights against the super ripped badass fighter honey later on in the train arc on top of the train. And it is just insane. It's insane, dude. I'll tell you a little bit about it. But Momo has a quick flashback of Kid Menu putting her iconic pink ribbons in her hair when they were both kids. So it's like some old loyalty shit. So so
2: they're the same age?
0: Yeah, I'm guessing Menu's a little older actually because okay. she was a little taller than her putting the ribbons in her hair i think she found her like took her in the church just
3: as gotcha. like
2: she was taken in oh so it's like her big sis but like not blood related so it's, they can fuck
3: it's uh what flair did to for her
0: yeah yeah pretty yeah pretty much dude master flair dude transcends just mm. that's what franny does that's why you guys are so damn wholesome and sexy but this episode was just fucking hitting dude and men who seeks ockery in their very shitty, rundown church, and Akari turns around and simply says, Oh, hey, Menu. And then, boom, the critical realization. She's like, Holy shit, this is my vision that I had. And that's when she realizes it. So I'm like, Oh, dude. It's like Romeo and Juliet, but just like fucking more boobs.
1: I really don't see a problem here. <clears throat>
0: That would be great, dude. Romeo and Juliet both have boobs, both have dicks. Rosalita and Juliet. There we go. Roselia and (laughs) Jump Love. (laughs)
1: I'm not even going to excuse myself.
0: (laughs) Dude, I swear to God, my body pillow is is a girl from Pokemon, not a Pokemon girl. girl. Yeah, Roserade is for all the. Dudes that like short girls. So then, menu is going to give us a little bit more exposition cleverly. But this is this time, it's about the power system. Spade, you're probably you're probably a little bit more into power
3: systems than I am. Well, the the power system in this is like unless unless you're part of the church, uh, your power system is literally holy power. So like. There's nothing really to touch on about the church, and then the powers, the the greater connection, or
0: yeah, they call it ether, and it's like connected to everything. It's pretty much like chakra or mana. And dude, it's the train arc time, dude. We're taking the train to Garm to get sent back to Japan, aka getting executed. It's crazy. So at the train station, you see these light ether particles like floating around everywhere, and this is where she explains it. And she says, that's the power source of their world. People generate it. Earthly veins generate it. Heavenly veins generate it. The trains are run by it. It also powers our, that's what they call it, magecraft. She explains, it's a little different than magic. Magecraft is a type of technology for controlling and composing ether. So I'm like, oh, it's like magic, but like alchemy? Interesting. Interesting. Very much like Alchemy, actually, now that I think about it. Akari really enjoys this trip. She's describing it as a romantic journey, fun-loving, very her. But Menu thinks to herself, enjoy the trip, Akari, because after this, the end of your life. Like, oh, man, dude. Riding on the train, getting all these vibes, dude. A lot of shit goes off on the train. And don't worry, I'm not going to take too much more time. I'm not going to explain all that shit that goes on the train, because it's... I can't believe it was one episode...
3: Oh yeah! It definitely. truly felt
0: like an arc. It did. It, but like it kept you wanting more. I'm actually blown away, and I just I don't even remember that we see Princess Ashra, the princess, the daughter of the king that's being executed, that summoned the Lost Ones. She's on the train headed to Garm as well for some reason. I don't think we know yet, but it gets overtaken by terrorists that are after her, and they want to take her in exchange to like. For their terrorist leader. Some stupid terrorist shit like that. Classic
2: hostage bullshit.
0: Yeah. And one approaches our main character duo, Akari and Menu. And, you know, I guess Momo's like tailing right now. I guess she's on top of the train or something like that. And they recognize Menu as a priest. Priestess. My apologies. And commands her to put her scripture tome on the ground and to undress. I'm like, whoa. And Akari steps up. She's in front of her like a real friend. And says, "Wait! Don't hurt my menu. I'll undress in her place. And she's the one with the tiggies." Damn. And, and like, I don't know. Would you guys do? You guys would do that for me, right? I can't be seen naked. I got a bush. It looks like Tangela like smoking a cigar. Asking
1: if I'd do this? Absolutely. Hell oh, yeah! Good. Absolutely. Do you, you think I wouldn't give a chance to scar somebody like that up? You're out your damn mind.
0: Well, it's your your. Junk compared to my Tangela looking like it's smoking a cigar.
1: And my iconic third nipple.
0: <laughs> yeah, iconic. <laughs> Meanwhile, Momo handles business on another cart and threatens to saw a terrorist's head off with a jagged thread if he doesn't talk. And then she proceeds to saw before getting the information. So she cut him a little bit, probably like a, maybe a fifth of his neck. And then she relays the information to Menu via, like, that scripture communication shit. Yeah, So it's like, some, like, a lot of hype train shit going on right now. Different cards, different people taking out terrorists. We got the Princess Ashra taking some out. We got Momo taking some out. And we got our duo not undressing and taking some out. That's really cool. Princess Ashra is just ripped as fuck. And she's blonde. And she got a big-ass sword. It's like if Cloud was cool. Is that that guy's name? I, yeah,
1: I know who you're talking about. From um, Final Fantasy.
0: Dude, I seven. don't know shit about Final Fantasy. You're better off. Crystal I'm a real
1: is the only good one.
0: That's right. That's
2: just false. Heinous. Heinous take, Pink.
0: Get in the anus tank. <laughs> Stay there. No! <laughs> uh, so she handled the terrorists herself, obviously. Her, but, dude, Princess Ashura and Momo collide on top of the train. And you got to like YouTube this or something, but I don't even think they show the full fight because it was just cool. It's that classic night setting, Western showdown aesthetic music. And, like they finna scrap, dude. They want the smoke spades. And Momo and her like formally trade compliments before they fight. is just, you know, so classic, dude. Oh my God. On top of the trailer, like, it doesn't get more classic than that. And obviously Princess Ashura has a bone to pick with the Faust, aka the church, because they're the reason her father's being executed yeah he's on trial for for heresy that motherfucker for heinous takes yeah dude get in the anus tank what are you (laughs) get back in there you fool and princess Ashra has flame burst magecraft and flame burst is one of my favorite new words it's kind of a basically damn it that's my
3: favorite word (laughs) i like fire
0: okay dude It's fire now?
1: And dark and illusions. and I thought you were ground (laughs) and poison
2: and ice and water. I listened for 30 minutes of Spades talking about why he likes Fire Force, and that's because it's only Fire Powers. (laughs) So I'm under the (laughs) impression that Fire Powers is Spades' favorite. And we're not talking about Pokemon.
1: No, Spades just gets a roulette of magic. Like, he doesn't get to choose which one he uses in this fight. It's just a spinning roulette, and it's like, oh, you get Balloon animal magic And he's like I mean I like it But I would have rather Had fire
3: this time I'll take bubbles Instead of balloon animals Wait so
0: it's So it's kites uh, Kite Yeah Exactly like that From Hunter Hunter Yeah uh, Damn Momo composes Her saw Thread chain Into a spinning Saw blade Chain sword What a beast It like Scrapes against The train a little quick, and it, and it, like, jumps and sparks, like, like so I was like, damn, dude. Oh, that's hot girl shit. Yeah, that was, like, a really cool, like, animation aesthetic that they that's threw like in there. like Ivy uh.
2: from fucking Soul Calibur with her chain whip Ooh, sword. Oh, oh, yeah. Except Yo. she doesn't got the titties
0: for it. Yeah, dude, but when you pause the screen when Ivy's going for a kick, and you see that booty, bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-boot, I used to do that on, like, N64 when the graphics were shit.
1: Oh, them, like... Hard, pointy polygons, yeah. Them boy. classic
0: Tomb Raider tiggies. I was gonna say them <laughs> yeah.
1: Laura Croft like chest daggers.
0: Me and Sepsimo would always do it playing Killer Instinct when Orchid would go for like her split kick. Oh, for God's sake! So, or something like that. I hardly remember.
2: Yeah, I'm sure you didn't put the controller on your crotch either. Yeah, sure.
3: Yeah,
0: dude, just get on a turret and put the and just fucking vibrate let it rip. On. Infinite ammo. Then later.
1: <laughs> spades feels called out right now. I could see
0: it in his face. He's like, How do they know? First of all,
3: we're not roasting Spades. We're on, uh, we're on the executioner in the way of life.
0: We're always roasting Spades. The execution of Spades' reputation.
1: <laughs> execution of Spades in his
0: way of life. <laughs> yeah, Virgin but... Road. Wrote... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was the finish him. Fatality. But when you mentioned Ivy, speaking of fighting games, that chain sword turned into a whip mid fight.
2: Yeah, yeah. She, That's what I was kind of thinking of when you when you said it and then like the sparks and stuff, because every time her like chain whip would hit the ground it would spark. Yeah.
0: And dude, Menu, I can't maybe I haven't explained enough that like Menu's I don't know, she's very Chadly. She's like huh, I'm almost fighting the princess on the... Oh, she'll handle herself. And then later on, she's like, wow, they're still fighting? She's like, mm. I, I don't teach bitches. Yeah. It's just that's sexy friend, dude. That's Frank. I strength.
1: mean, she straight up's like, oh, nice, she's got big boobs. That's what's up. Yeah. That establishes right out the gate she's Chadley.
0: Yeah, she got like testosterone in her titties. Interesting. Testosterone She's titties. got big nuts. She's got big chestnuts. Yo, what the fuck? You, you just broke my reality. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs>
2: Roast them up over an open fire, baby. Spades has his hand on his head.
0: So I also learned... There's some cool stuff I learned that's not too etchy. That they can use something called ethereal enhancement on their bodies to sustain more damage. Just like when we were talking about Kite from Hunter Hunter something you can do with Nen. What do they call that? Ren, Zen, Hen? They call it Hen, ten, right? Rooster? Ten, ten, ten
1: is the one for protecting yourself.
0: Yeah, dude. Ten. Ten. I wear ten condoms.
1: <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> it's co or nothing.
0: I said it wasn't going to be etchy, bro, but I got a harem.
2: <laughs> yeah, after one, you take, take it off, and then you go to the next one, and you just
1: line them up. I, my... See, I'm totally using a condom. It's just a Zetsu
0: one, so you can't sense it. Dude. <laughs> My seed is so potent. <laughs> I need ten.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gravity is too powerful. The only way to fight the force. Uh, dude, it takes more than hot sauce for this boy. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I learned, that I'll try not to make edgy. Is that these incantations from the scripture are accompanied by actual scripture from the book. Oh, it shown on screen. Spades, I actually didn't screenshot it as well. I actually copied it down because I'm a note freak. Etheric connecty scripture. That might, maybe it wasn't connecty. Maybe that was my autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> 10, 9, invoke. For so long as thou seekest bliss, there will be one to bear thy calamity. It's like, holy smokes. Poetry, baby. Uh, Train terrorists carry red crystals as kind of like an insurance, like a hidden poison pill in your mouth type thing if they fail. Yeah. So, because they said they would be hanged anyway, so they all get like taken out eventually and they, I'm not going to get too much into this, but this is where like some really cool like body horror stuff comes in, which I didn't expect, but makes sense since they're going uh, a little past shonen as far as the maturity goes. And... They definitely take advantage of it here, dude. Their faces collapse into each other, like, into itself.
2: Oh, dude, that's awesome.
0: I, it was dope to see. Ooh. And the rest of their body follows, and they're all being enveloped in these crystals. They turn into, like, a pool of blood, and they all, like, combine and emerge into this blood-red knight. And it it's giant, and it just starts aggressively, like, hacking at Meno, men- men- oh, like, Menu, uh, relentlessly. Oh, no. And the, I don't know, with that battle animation, like... It's not bad. It's nothing that I was like, "Oh, you gotta see this fight. It's crazy." What was more interesting about the Momo and Ashura fight was the dialogue and just learning about the characters and how these weapons work, and a little bit of the power system. But the way this thing was slashing and hacking at her, and I just felt this brute strength of it. It was crazy. It was like Spades, like holding the chakla.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And Menu says something interesting. She says, at least it didn't manifest into an angel or a dragon.
3: Like, that would have been way worse. I'm like, yeah, I think so. What the fuck? I didn't even notice that part because I was more more inclined to watch the fight, which really wasn't anything really to write home about. But it sure has brute force, and it was scary as fuck. That's what she said, dude.
0: She said it was scary as fuck. And I'm thinking it's, it turned into a knight, not a dragon or an angel, because it was just a bunch of silly goons.
1: Yeah, if it was a group of real ones. Like us? It would have become you know, a No, like if we movie. were in Shield Hero?
0: Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh, That was nice reference, dude. Shout out the Shield Hero uh, review we got going on. So... I also learned there's a dark past for both of these lover honeys, dude. And some more crazy events happen on the train. I'm not gonna talk about it, but the red knight he just he hit something that he shouldn't hit. And there's a lot of innocent lives on the train and they gotta stop it, dude. Oh. She gotta borrow Ether from Ockery because taking out the knight drained all of her shit. And Ockery's only concern is like Menu, but are you gonna be okay if we do this? And Ockery's the one that's about to go through it. And Menu says something that we'll definitely get more context later, I guess. She says she lost most of who she was a long time ago and that she doesn't feel the pain anymore when connecting to another's ether. And then Akari also drops a little subtle hint before. She says, don't leave me alone. I don't want to be left alone anymore. And then Menu's like, anymore? I don't That's get it.
1: That's sad. I don't like that.
0: So maybe something happened to Akari in her real life before she got Azeke'd.
1: Damn, they better not be pulling none of that stuff.
0: I'll cry. This is like their big bang bonding moment, I suppose. I mean quite literally. They're swapping yeah. ether right now. Like I only do that with people that uh I swap ether with. Akari is always willing to trust Menu over everything. She finds strength in her. She makes her take care take herself less seriously. She helps her reclaim her fleeting humanity, which we talked about, and it makes for a really dope team. It's really entertaining to watch. All the flirting comes very natural, even though it's two girls. This show does a phenomenal job of just making this, like, splendidly natural, as it should, as it is, and an example is just, like, little back and forth. They're on the roof of the freaking train. They're about to freaking, they're about to climax, dude, and... One of them's looking stern She's like ah, It's weird You don't usually smile like that And she's like Oh okay let me fix it And she smiles She's like Wow that's amazing And I'm like Holy smokes dude This is love It's like how you look at me Pink And you're all disgusted I'm are like Nah he loves me
1: Yeah Don't tell no one though
0: And then we We actually hear that Epic Spanish guitar shit again So I guess that's gonna be A theme that plays And sticks with us Throughout the show I'm here for it dude Oh wait you hear that Spanish guitar When I look at you With disgust
3: <laughs> Yeah Okay, good. (laughs) Only on the really disgusting faces. And it ends... This third episode ends with a really...
0: It throws another really cool concept into the mix. Do you remember that shizzle, Spades? It actually does a cool little directing thing, too. Uh, On the train station landing, once the train stops, where everyone is safe and sound, awaiting a substitute train. And then Menu looks over at Akari, and she just thinks to herself, "What if I didn't stop the train?"
3: Oh yeah, that I I wasn't sure if what you were talking about, but it honestly, you're better off watching this. I don't want to spoil it.
2: I mean, too late for that, but sure, dude, I, I spoiled yeah. everything.
3: Dude. I thing Basically, got right, to watch. So I feel it. like so I so watched it. the show. Fuck yeah. it, I'm gonna spoil it then. So did it did. goes. Wait, it, don't do it. Uh, no. I don't give a fuck. They gave me, they gave me consent. I'm going in.
2: <laughs> See, this is Spades being assertive.
0: This is what we needed all along.
3: Dude, he can save the universe. Where so, the fuck is cool bar skeleton night when we need him? <laughs> so it goes. She's standing there and she's like, "What if I didn't stop the train?" And then it goes to a cutscene of Menno and Um, Ocarina. Ocarina on the ground, and the train's blown up, but her power time reversal brings them back that's why she came up to the cabin of the of the train because she wasn't there originally and then now all of a sudden she's coming up so it's leading you to believe that the train oh, wow. crashed and this is the reversal of the crash
2: it triggered her power and then her power reverted it so then they were able to do the right thing in order to get the right future exactly holy shit I love time travel powers. This is my favorite thing. So I'm watching the show just to see how this shit evolves.
3: And like that's that's how it comes up to the because in in the fight, um, the Red Knight slashes the power source of the train. That's what spirals it out of control. And then they're on top of the train. That's the whole ether swap. And she's summoning giant gates to to slow the train down. And that's she doesn't have enough ether. And she's taking the ether, and you can see the visuals for the for the train stopping are phenomenal. Yeah, it actually is really cool. That glimmering, shimmering...
1: Train wheel grinding track.
0: Well, those pieces of ether we saw in the train station, see them in a different form being manipulated Ooh. and composed, like they referenced with the magecraft. Really cool stuff. They really... Nailed the world building. That's why I said, I was like, I don't know if there's plot holes. I really wasn't even paying attention because I was just really interested. But Spades, you mentioned something that really, like, clicked in my head. It was absolutely dope because I always thought Aukary as pure and happy and nice as she is. I thought that's all that she was. But she actually might be kind of, like, really smart. And being that, I don't know, aloof and silly might be, be to her advantage because, yeah. Menu looks over at her and she's like, huh, I wonder if I didn't stop it. What would happen? I know she has time powers. And she says, what if I failed once before and Akari turned back time for us? There is no way to know what kind of power lies within your pure concept, Akari. And she's looking at her wondering. And then it's that flat, and then it displays like a possible thing that possibly happened, but she doesn't know because she wouldn't have any memory of it. It displays a graphic flashback or dream state sequence of what could have happened or what actually happened where there's fire, there's dead bodies, there's Menu laying there lifeless, a burnt corpse, and akari is like barely alive and she uses her pure concept to go back in time. So I remember when Menu's oh. fighting the Red Knight and she's trying to conserve her shit to stop the train once he slashes the generator- Ockery comes stumbling in and Menno's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're going to get killed. I need to focus. You're in my way. But now I'm like, "That if that really happened in the past, if she did use your pure concept, that's why she stumbled into the front of the to train. To try to stop it from happening. Yeah, to wow. to trigger a different event
3: to change the timeline because she when she stayed put in the past, they all died. Well, that also brings up another another aspect because like, when she got stabbed, she doesn't didn't realize she got stabbed. If she was still alive and activated this power, she'll have maybe she'll have the memory of what happened. Right, right. So like, there's there's two ways that this her power can go. That, or it plays into more
2: what Franny was saying, and her like innocent Lottie Doc type personality is really just like a ploy and yeah, maybe I she even remembers a
0: ploy, but it could be used heavily as her to her advantage. Gotcha. But if what do you think? Well,
2: I was going to say like maybe when she did get murdered or whatever, she like she does remember and she was just playing off like she didn't.
3: We'll see. That's a, well, I mean technically that could go go that way. But she doesn't know the concept of the powers is like that you die and your power goes off. No. So like, right, but mom, if, she, if she
2: was aware of it, like, she doesn't gain anything by, like, she, if she's just, like, a super 5D brain chess player, right, like, it would make more sense for her to pretend like she didn't know what just happened, because even if she did freak out, like, and was just like, oh my god, I just died, and now I'm back, and what, what the hell's going on, like, wh- it doesn't really gain anything from that, and, like, if she was to get killed again, the same thing is gonna happen, so... She, she playing coy and pretending like oh that was weird i feel like i was just standing here oh hey menu right like that just makes more sense if you're if it's coming from the point of view of like maybe she's this like really smart genius and she's just like playing coy but i,
1: I mean I, I doubt that now i got a question when did she say i don't want to be left alone again were they already on the train
0: oh snap because I think that's she when m- she told her to stay put
1: Cause she might have that memory of like, oh
0: God, no, oh, my everyone oh, died maybe, except me. Maybe that's C'est what she was
2: referencing and not I, referencing, like when she past. was in Japan.
0: Holy smokes, yo, Pink! That, he I didn't think, even watch I've the seen
1: show. this show. <laughs> I've seen it before.
3: I think, I think that's that's along the lines of what what we're going on. I mean,
1: no. this is familiar. <laughs> I've been here.
0: All all said and done, I mean, we're done with the review. I think this show. Has done a splendid job at like keeping the viewers' mind going. It, it, I mean, we're not allowed to explore her pure concept because the more she does that, the, the more dangerous it, it gets. Yep. So the mystery is going to remain
3: locked, and I uh, until we're just gonna keep getting time hints around and plot it. says otherwise. Yeah. I just, I just realized something, Franny. The uh, Momo and the princess they they fell off the train while they were fighting.
0: Yeah. They were fighting. They just yeah. It was brutal. Like two titans going at it. Oh my
3: god! Can you imagine they, taking a dive off a train? Well, they got they got the armor, the the magic the armor. Okay, enhancement. Okay. Um,
1: Still, that's gotta suck. Yeah, it yeah.
3: is like honey goat weed. We don't know. We don't know if the power of reversing time affected them. Type deal. I don't know if it's right because like I'm sure like
2: I'm sure the way that her power works, it's like a certain amount in the vicinity, or maybe it is just like she literally just turns back time, and it n- doesn't matter who's in the vicinity. It turns back the time for the entire world. Who knows? Like we don't know enough about her powers. I'm sure.
0: So many different genres colliding in this show, and it's yeah. it, it's just super interesting. It's so great to watch. Time so. power
2: is like my favorite thing, and like I was hooked on your guys selling this to me already and now I'm just like I'm probably going to go home and just binge this tonight because I just need to like see this in action and analyze
0: it It's yeah I don't think anybody would be disappointed it's got romance it's got exquisite romance it's Yuri it's girl love it's got this awesome shonen aspect you cannot ignore it's got politics in it it's got time travel stuff going on it's an isekai it's got tickle bitties pink hair and ribbons yeah it's got shout outs and homages to other great anime i don't know it's free i mean it this is some original shit some real original shit i looked up the creator he he this is like one of three things he's done and this is obviously very much the more the only the, good, the good. serious one yeah. yeah
2: is this is this like a really long running anime or manga or like what's the i don't know the info on that i don't know if you said it in the beginning i just forget
0: i did not let's see June 5th, 2020, very recent, until present, so it's still ongoing. There's only three volumes out right now, so they wow. it was recognized as great from the jump, and they just didn't waste any time. They put it Dude, that's what I'm saying. This is, this is
2: high dive jail for it. It's why it's not getting enough views and enough praise, I'm telling you. I bet you it's, like, popping off in Japan, right? Because they wouldn't serialize it into an anime unless it got really good sales in Japan for the manga.
0: That might make sense as to why it's on high dive. Like, let's see, like, you're gonna be exclusive on here, but you're gonna take the deal because no other company's gonna approach you this early. Yeah, in your manga releases, yeah. and
2: that's I guess same thing with your boy Kung Ming because that's also you know 2019, so that's like a recent. Hmm.
1: Might yeah. be a high dive uh, technique, the high dive like smart power move. Like we could build an empire if we catch a few good fish early.
2: I mean. More power to them because honestly, with Crunchyroll rolling in with Funimation and being one like giant hive mind organization, like there needs to be more competition for the space to be healthy.
0: Yeah, and Netflix is not good enough. No, and a little more info actually because I referenced the manga right there. The light novel started in 2019, a year earlier, and there's seven volumes, but they're a lot shorter. So it's the same, it's
2: yeah, it's probably not, there's probably the same amount of content that got serialized as the manga and then. That, that's cool because I mean if it's ongoing and stuff you know as long as they stay up past the anime who knows how long this will run if it gets good praise
0: I want to make sure I didn't confuse the mangaka from the anime you guys are what, your boy Kongman because I was looking that up as well oh well, it is different but actually this is oh Liar Heroine Goes to Labyrinth hmm do it's interesting concept on an Isekai as well and she looks very... Like a liar? Yeah. She's like Kind of like Erina if she would look a little more evil and, and sinister from Food Wars.
1: Ah, that's why I don't know her.
0: <laughs> yeah, and my sister, the heroine, and I, the villainous, another Isekai. Huh. So, Damn, dude loves his isekis. Yeah, Mato Soto. So... The executioner and her way of life. I'm, I'm, and your boy Kung Ming. and Tomodachi game. I would say are the top three sleepers of the season. Skeleton Knight. It's a wild card. I think it will remain one. I think it'll only be like remain in the hearts of weirdos like me. Fair. That way, like, it, it's Hot our trash. That's why I say that. Yeah. But those are our other three ones, dude. Those are above and beyond
1: so this is probably one of the best seasonal frontiers we've had in a while since like fall of what 2020
0: yeah with wandering witch Elena and talentless Nana
1: we had um Jujutsu, Kaisen, had Jujutsu in Kaisen, in Kaisen was then
2: too. I yeah. think
0: maybe Vivi Flores I song as well underrated as I shit I think
1: Mashoko Tensei came out in 2020 as well
0: yeah I mean I'm, we might be combining a bunch but yeah I mean even so and for
2: the spring too like The spring usually isn't the heavy hitter. Usually the fall is, like, when all of the premiere shows air.
0: Yeah. But maybe we're always... Maybe that's the heavy hitter type things. Like, JJK, My Hero, Demon Slayer. Like, those have to be in fall. But all these other ones like this, like, that are coming out for the first time, I don't know if they have that luxury of a choice.
2: I mean, hey, as long as we find the diamonds in the rust, the, the...
0: Diamonds. And the Sabakui Bisco.
1: Yeah. And the rust eating.
2: Um, we, you know, we're doing good. And I feel like we definitely found all the sleepers. And, you know, we're I I went into this season just like thinking I'm not gonna like any of these shows. They all look kind of trash and not great. And uh very sorely mistaken.
0: Dude, our first impressions, seasonal frontier, <clears throat> fucking victory, victory flank. That's dope as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That that silly-ass horn we got starting to sound like a victory horn. Battle cry. They will
1: know our names in the history books. They will not say good things, but they will know our names.
0: And they
2: will know
1: the trash cans that we use. We. It's always with this we shit.
0: We ain't French. See. Well... That being said dude Everybody knows that they gotta check up on their strong friends Everybody knows that if you wanna swim faster You gotta sacrifice your bush Because you become a lot more aerodynamic And you're gonna burn your tongue If the soup's too hot
2: And You know what they say If you got a problem ahead of you, Assume the position of doggy And your brain will work a lot better
3: And I just noticed I didn't say aside dude And I'm out Shit
1: God damn it. Got up to run for that. I
0: get pissed. <laughs> it's great, dude. During the outro to Spades' Shield Hero review, episode four, he's like, uh, we, what's our catchphrase? And then Wolf's like, catchphrase. And Spades is like, no, it's not. That's not going to stick. And then he keeps talking for like another 30 seconds. And they do an outro, but I'm stopping it right there when he says catchphrase and he says no it's not it's not gonna stick <laughs> boom it ends and i'm making it stick dude yeah dude you know i make it sticky